Hello and welcome. This is Modern Beers and 90s Nostalgia. This is episode 24. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That is my wife, Erica Lamb. You can find her on Facebook. Just kidding, you can't. She got rid of it. I don't have a Facebook. No no Facebook. I did it so I sound cool. (laughs) But I'll take a bunch of pictures of her right now and post them all over Instagram, Twitter, (laughs) and everywhere. uh, At Beers and 90s on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and now on Gmail. That's right. It took me 24 episodes (laughs) to make beersand90s at gmail.com. Are you on Venmo? Yeah, send me your money. <laughs> Is that the right one? You should have a beers in 90s Vimeo. Snapchat. Are you on Vimeo? Vimeo. <laughs> Is Vine still a thing? Uh, is it? No, they shut it down. Oh, yeah. ouch. It's the ultimate burn. Yeah. How's your social network doing? Oh, they turned it off. Yeah, that's about to happen with Snapchat. <laughs> ouch. <sighs> Erica's yawning, so I'm breathing heavily into the microphone. We are in Washington, D.C. this week, the capital, the capital. I don't know. What else? Does it have a name? La Capitale. Like Chicago's the Windy City. Uh, we, we are in Washington, D.C., and uh, it's going to be a fun episode because I have two Washington, D.C. related things, beer in the location we're at. That's it. Nothing else is Washington, <laughs> D.C. related. So creative. <laughs> and on that same note, let's jump right into the beer. Wow. I can't believe you got Skrillex to <laughs> Sick beat for you. <laughs> okay, here's a real song. In 1824, Speaker of the House Henry Clay forged a coalition that secured the White House for John Quincy Adams. In return, Adams named Clay as his Secretary of State in what became known as the corrupt bargain and that's a corruption fact on the side of the can of the corruption india pale ale from dc brow which is a brewery right here in washington dc and we are well i am enjoying their ipa eric is the guest so she is enjoying her typical pinot noir um today i am (laughs) drinking or tonight i am drinking a 2016 good year (laughs) great year good year great year marisu Pinot Noir. God. Wow. So good. So, Wait, um, let me let me take a sip of this. Hold yeah. on. It's got a red a deep red color. What are you sipping it through a kid's straw with a hole in it? I'm gurgling so everyone knows that I'm drinking. I'm gonna cut that out anyway. <laughs> um, DC Brow India Pale Ale. I mean a pretty standard IPA. It, it's doesn't mention what hops they use, but it definitely has some uh, centennial aftertaste when it reaches the back of your mouth, and you can definitely get a strong hop aroma off the front of it. 
And I, I mean, it's pretty standard. I don't know anything about this brewery. There's not a lot of DC breweries that I could find like in a store, especially on a whim. There are a lot of breweries you can go and visit. Um, right Proper Brewing is a place I've been to a number of times and I will go to again probably tomorrow. And I highly recommend it. There's a couple locations here in DC. And you can also find Capital City Brewing. It's more of a chain, but they also have some pretty good beers. And last time I was here, they had something like a jalapeno IPA, which was spicy and delicious. They also have a pretty decent black bean burger that they make from scratch. Oh, is that made from scratch? Yeah, it said hand patted. Hand patted. That just means they pull the frozen black bean burger off. <laughs> slap and it, slap a few it times. with their hands. <laughs> no, their burgers, that's how they like to describe their burgers. So they literally put the black bean burger oh, together. It's hand patted. <laughs> that's what it said. <laughs> I, I, I'm pretty sure that's the wording they used. You describe so many things that way now. Oh. <laughs> I don't know why. I but. hand patted it. <laughs> You guys want to come over? Mm. Have some uh, beer? I got some chips. Hand patty. How'd uh, your day go? I gave her the old hand patty. <laughs> uh, did she, you know, oh yeah, hand patties. <laughs> Ew. Gross. I don't even know what that means. Exactly. <laughs> but there, like, uh, there are a, a number of breweries. I actually don't know where this is. Maybe I'll go try to find it tomorrow. Ooh, fun day for me. <laughs> it is in Washington, D.C., but I, I couldn't tell you where, and they don't really list on their can where. It just says Washington, D.C. I like cans and bottles and everything. I like to know where I can get that beer. I like brewery addresses. I want to hunt. I want to find you. Yep. I've got a certain set of skills. I'm going to find you, and I'm going to drink you. Justin has a problem. <laughs> <laughs> That's but they skill. recommend that this Alcoholism. is served. They recommend that this is served in a tulip Ooh. goblet or enjoy from the can. So if you do enjoy the can, you're you're not doing it wrong according to what they're telling you. Thank goodness. But guys, we are in DC and there is a government warning on here. According to the Surgeon General, whoever that is, Women should not drink alcoholic beverages during pregnancy because of the risk of birth defects. Fake news. <laughs> Consumption of alcoholic beverages impairs your ability to drive a car or operate machinery. Challenge accepted. And may cause health problems. Have we even appointed a Surgeon General at this point? Is there a Surgeon General? I think Is it's it like, appointed? I think it's like Eric Trump. Sometimes when I hear things like Surgeon General and I think of like cigarette warnings and stuff, I'm like... I feel like there probably hasn't been one since like 1894, but there's, we've just been like, you know, they. Well, there's, you know, he appointed an attorney general. So, yeah, yeah you appoint a surgeon general. Is I that the don't. surgeon that does operations on the president? Oh, God. No. <laughs> I don't know anything about it. But when you're in D.C., check out D.C. Brow. You can find it in cans. And I specifically bought this because it is in cans. There wasn't a lot of D.C. options that were in cans. They were in bottles and if you're throwing it in a backpack and walking seven blocks from the store, it's always nice to have a lighter load, and that's where aluminum comes in. Aluminium. Ooh, tariffs. This show's getting modern. We're going to veer away into the 90s. Here we go. Just down the street from your hotel, baby. I stayed home with my Familiar, darling. 
This week's star was born on August 19th, 1969, and his name was Little Matty Pear Pear, <laughs> but you might know him as Matthew Perry from TV's Friends and a slew of other things that I want to talk about here. Look at that adorable picture. He is. He has his moments where he's cute, and then he has his moments where he is very obviously recovering from opioid addiction. <laughs> Got dark quick. Jesus. You can see the season. <laughs> um, so Matthew Perry, we all knew, we all kind of met him during Friends uh, in '94 when Friends started. He was Chandler Bing Bing. Chenandler Bong. Ms. Chenandler Bong. <laughs> Uh, but what I just found out when I was doing research is he actually guest starred on some of the shows that I watched religiously, uh, and some shows I didn't watch, but the shows that he guest starred on, ba-ding, there's a phone in the background because we are blowing up at beersand90s at gmail.com right now. The emails won't stop coming in. Calm down, <laughs> Disabled push notifications. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Wait, they're all saying welcome from the Gmail team. Never mind. <laughs> it's just Gmail team guys. It's just the G, the Gmail. Uh, <laughs> so Matthew Perry starred in some shows. He didn't star in some shows. He guessed. He guessed it on some shows. He was the star of a series for, they did 13 episodes. I forget which series it was. It wasn't any of the ones on this list. Cool. But, that was cool that we talked about that. Yeah. Do your research. I did, and I found out, and I didn't take it with me. But he uh, guest starred in Charles in Charge. Watched it all the time. Silver Spoons. Don't know if I've ever seen an episode. Just the 10 of us. Know what it is. Don't know if I ever saw an episode. Growing Pains. Watched religiously. For sure. Who's the boss? Religiously. Mm -hmm. And recently found out that was my family dynamic. Minus Tony Danza. Um, Beverly Hills 90210. More oh. like Beverly Hills 90210. Am I right? Oh, because they're sluts. Uh, Dream On, which was an amazing show that I feel like not enough people know, and we might have to do an entire episode on Dream On. If nobody knows pressure. what the show is, nobody wants to sit through 30 minutes of you talking about it. I'm so excited you said that, because as the number one fan of Friends, you should know that the creators of Friends first did Dream On, and it's an amazing show. That's that's fine, uh, but nobody knows it. The John Larroquette show, another show mm -hmm. I watched mm -hmm. that was fantastic. Mm -hmm. And then after Friends... Uh, during their second season, he guest starred on Caroline in the City, which is also, I think, an underrated show because that was a great show. But he didn't just guest star. He guest starred as Chandler, Chandler Bing, <laughs> which is crazy to me that he. It's like um, I. It's a crossover episode. Well, but I guess so. Ursula, so Phoebe's twin sister, <laughs> uh -oh. that character originated from Mad About You. Really? And yeah, so Ursula was on Mad About You. It was Fee it was it was Lisa Kudrow. And so that's it's like why the NBC Illuminati. Yeah, right. <laughs> and so that's why there's an episode of Friends where Helen Hunt and then her friend from the show Mad About You, they see Phoebe at Central Perk and they're like, "Oh, it's her." And they go they walk thinking that it's Ursula and they walk up to her and they're like, "Hey, it's us." And Phoebe oh, is like, "Oh, that. hi." Yeah, yeah. yeah, so that's from Mad About You. That's so that's funny. where like the character Ursula is from. So it's funny that Chanel after LeBron. Friends, like yeah, after was that during? Yeah, it was 95. Oh, okay, it's gotcha. It's like after the first season of Friends. So bizarre when they do little crossover things like that. They do that now even. 
yeah. like crossover things. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, and it's always strange because you're crossing worlds. So Matthew Perry, I didn't know um, his father was an actor. Okay. Which, that seems to be like always what it is, right? You're like looking at people and you're like, oh, they started as a teenager. They're adorable. And it turns out like, oh, it's because one of their parents or both of their parents mm-hmm. were actors. Jennifer but- Aniston's dad is a huge soap star. Huge. Like very, very famous soap star. Huge. Huge. For the the DC edition. The DC edition. But uh, as you can hear, Erica knows everything about Friends. And when that episode comes, I'm sure it'll be a long one. (laughs) You can sit on the sidelines for that one, Lamb. (laughs) Matthew Perry went on, while doing Friends, to star in quite a number of movies. Play supporting roles in in some as well. But he, he had a starring role in... Within the 90s, I mean, obviously he kept doing stuff and he still does stuff today, including like a weird reboot of The Odd Couple that just got renewed for like a third season. Yeah. I still haven't seen it. And that is with that guy who played Lieutenant Dangle, yeah. right? Who's hilarious. So good. Remember when Cavalier went as him t- for Halloween? Yeah. Sorry. Our friend Ryan wore very short shorts, which is very outside of his normal character. No, I know. That's why it was so amazing. <laughs> Uh, but in 97, Matthew Perry did Fools Rush In with Selma Hayek. One of my favorite movies of all time. I quote two things from that movie. I couldn't. <laughs> uh, in 1998, <laughs> I found out about this. I don't know why I never heard about I this have, movie. I have never heard of this movie. And there's people out there that are like super Chris Farley people that will like crucify me for this. Mm-hmm. Especially since it was his last film. Um, but Almost Heroes with Chris Farley in 98, they co-starred in that Three to Tango with Nev Campbell. Oh, Nev Campbell. Justin's in nineteen ninety nine, and then in two thousand he did the whole nine yards with Bruce Willis and Amanda Peet and Which is Natasha Henstridge. Great, great movie. Well, yeah. the whole there were two of them, right? There's a bunch of people in that cast. That cast is huge. There's yeah, like three really great women. But Amanda Peet was not well known in that movie, and and she did topless in that movie, she and did. she still built quite a huge career afterwards. So mm-hmm. good for her. But that was, and then that obviously sprung like the whole 10 yards. I'm surprised they didn't do like the whole 23 yards. Yeah, we made a whole franchise. It's 14 movies long because that's typically what they do in Hollywood. But um, I want to jump back and kind of break down some of these movies as much as I can. Um, Fools Rush In with Selma Hayek. Erica claimed it was one of her favorites. It's a fantastic 90s movie. Uh, You know, where reality is suspended and... They are like falling in love. Yeah. It's so the, the premise, if I can remember, because I, I tried to watch this the other day and I got like 15 minutes in and I was like, okay, I got to turn this off. That Which is crazy to me because um, you have like the shittiest taste in movies. <laughs> and so <laughs> I just like to be entertained and I didn't feel like I was being entertained. Oh my gosh. Matthew Perry so has to go to Vegas for work. Mm-hmm. And so he gets like temporary housing there and mm-hmm. then he meets Selma Hayek one night and they have a one night stand. Mm-hmm. And then she shows up one day while he's, like, on the job site. She's Mm -hmm. like, hey, I'm pregnant. And he's like, what? And she's like, I'm Mexican-American, so I'm clearly Catholic. (laughs) We have to, like, make this work. This is one of Selma Hayek's first roles, too, isn't it? I don't know if it's one of her first roles, but... I think it's one of her early ones as far as uh, mainstream goes, though. Okay. I mean, uh, can you name much... Was she what's in the that first one? Desperado? Or I was just going to not... say, what's the one where Antonio Banderas walked yeah. around with a guitar case God. and killed people? That series of movies, mm-hmm. like from Desperado to, or to Once Up on a Time in Mexico. Or... No, there's there's one before Desperado, and then there's 
Desperado, and then there's Once Upon a Time in Mexico. But the one before Desperado, I think they filmed after Desperado. It's weird, but that whole set of movies, I saw Once Upon a Time in Mexico first. Because I was like, uh, Antonio Banderas never like did it for me. I wasn't like, ooh, he's probably a fucking huge action star. Hugh, ja- Hugh Jackman star? Anyway. <laughs> but uh, after I saw Once Upon a Time in Mexico, which was amazing, I went back and watched the entire series of movies leading up to that. And they're so good. And Selma Hayek's in some of them. I believe. Or maybe I'm just being racist and I'm thinking like Penelope Cruz because everyone gets those two confused when it comes to casting sometimes. Um, okay, so she... I know Selma Hayek did Wild Wild West, which was obviously a blockbuster. <laughs> Great stuff. Okay, getting off track though, as amazing as those movies are. So, Fool's Russian. Excellent uh, movie. Excellent wearing of 90s dresses by Selma Hayek in that movie. Like, she's a total babe. Yeah, the, and I think that's why I didn't want to watch it because it... I like stuff um, that's not too... It, it's a 90s movie, but it doesn't like lean so hard in on 90s stuff that we're like, you, it's hard to watch in another decade. Yeah, this is definitely a hard 90s movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. And this was like, we got to play up that Matthew Perry as much as possible. Yeah. Um, well, you think that until 3 to Tango, but, which yeah. we'll get into that in a minute. <laughs> I have some um, thoughts. After Fools Rush In, Almost Heroes with Chris Farley. So I haven't seen this. I've never, I have never even heard of it. Um, I watched the trailer for it. Okay. And the premise is they're going out west to beat Lewis and Clark. Beat them at what? <laughs> beat them at discovering the West. It's It's been discovered. No, well, this obviously takes place at a different time period. Oh, <laughs> like it takes place in the time yeah. of Meriwether, yeah. Lewis, and and Okay. Clark. Uh, <laughs> Floyd Mayweather and Clark Kent. Excuse me. One of their first names is Meriwether. Thank you very much. Anywho. Uh, yeah, so Chris Farley plays this like native guy who's been hanging out with Indian tribes and stuff out west and Matthew Perry is like a an American war general that goes out and and uses Chris Farley as his guide and their goal is to like beat Lewis and Clark to the punch. That's crazy. It's it's I really want to watch a it. Really now, weird trailer. Yeah. And I don't understand it much at all. And I think I will. I'm gonna. I'm gonna pay and rent or watch or buy or however I can find it. I guarantee it's not on anything like Netflix or uh, Prime or anything. So like just looking at the cover, we have a picture of the cover here that I'm looking at. <laughs> it's worth it alone just to see like Matthew Perry traipse around in a cowboy hat. So that, I found that funny though because in the trailer he's constantly in like typical. Almost, almost like Civil War general garb. Yeah. I want to know who's on costume department. When did Lewis and Clark go, and when was the Civil War? They and were. Let's compare. They did not coincide. <laughs> but um, well, yeah, their tagline for Almost Heroes was "Almost history, almost legends, mostly ridiculous, almost heroes." <laughs> it's just not great. But it was Chris Farley's last movie, and. Chris Farley died in 1997 of a drug overdose, as uh, most of us know. Mm-hmm. Uh, that also coincided, and I was telling Erica about this. So Matthew Perry has battled an addiction to Vicodin um, for most of his adult life. He's been to rehab at least twice for it. And 
he went to rehab for the first time. I got, I mean, publicly, maybe he went before, but he went to rehab shortly after this film was released Mm -hmm. or around the time right before it was, which pretty much coincided with Chris Farley's death. And I wonder, my theory is that he did this movie with Chris Farley. They probably became friends. And then Chris Farley died of, uh, and Chris Farley was pills, right? Or was it heroin? I mean, Vicodin is a rich man's version of heroin. So, I mean, it's all the same. But I think that might've triggered his, uh, first stint in rehab of like admitting he had a problem going to rehab and that's as erica insensitively pointed out earlier that's when he gets a little fat on friends Uh, i mean it's just a fact it's you know it is what it is it's fine but then 1999 the glorious i'll tell you what 1999 is my favorite year for film in the 90s yeah you read the list like you went through the list to me i was shocked i was shocked at how many good movies came out that year and this could be a generational thing this could be like we're in the same kind of era and so we all remember those movies me my friends and people i talked to but it had so many good movies. We should like, read through the list. Not just like great movies, but it also had a lot of movies that like our parents probably think are terrible, but we thought were amazing because they were just like, you know, the time of Freddie Prince Jr. and Can't Hardly Wait and that sort of like style of movie. Like the, the American teen movie. Right. Instead of the American like college movie and the like Animal House and stuff like that. Anyway, 1999, Three to Tango. With Nev Campbell, mm-hmm. love my life outside of my wife, who's sitting across from me staring at me in the eyes. I'm pretty sure she is the love of your life, and I'm just the one that's available. I'll tell you what. I spent years, years Obsessing. being like, oh, if I ever met her, like, I'd say this, I'd say this. I would like, it was one of those things where I was like, I have the perfect thing. I, I like, you know, if you have a crush on somebody, you think you're going to... I know the perfect thing to say. Like, mm-hmm. my thing was always like, everyone's probably always like, oh, he's so hot. And be like, I just want to take you to lunch and talk to you. <laughs> and I was like, original. <laughs> because your company is just that good. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> then I met her and I was like, I'm so embarrassed for standing in a line for two hours to get a picture with you. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty embarrassing. And then we're on an elevator together, uh-huh. which mm-hmm. that was a rare thing. Mm-hmm. And I ended up talking to Matthew Lillard the whole time, who is mm-hmm. the nicest fucking person I've ever met. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to say anything to her because even then, didn't she have someone with her? Yeah, she had like an assistant or yeah, a she was like, or whatever. Uh, she has like a bodyguard person with her. It was a lady. Time. There was a woman. Are you saying her. women can't be bodyguards? No, but I mean, she was clearly. But it's always like, if you ever find yourself in an elevator with a few celebrities, that is an awkward fucking vibe. It was very awkward. Because they were like, didn't want us to get on. And then when they realized we literally just wanted to go to our room, they're like, oh, okay, come on. Yeah, I was like, I don't give a shit about you, lady. I'm tired. Like, yeah. I just want to go to bed. Yeah. We're staying in the same hotel, so please let me get on this elevator. Thank you. And that's when we chatted up with Matthew Lillard. Yeah, but I could definitely the see best. celebrities just kind of being like, "What is oh, it? Sure. What is this interaction going to be Comic-Con like?" At a Comic Con event yeah. where like you have nine stalkerish yeah. people. Oh yeah, Justin Lamb. How AK. many people? Like, how much money do you make just from photo ops on that day we were there? Mm-hmm. I can't even imagine. Hundreds 
thousands, thousands of dollars. Yeah, I'm sure probably 10, 15,000. That's just crazy. So, mm-hmm. like, when you think of, yeah, that caliber of people there, mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to be in an elevator those fucking people. Either. The upside is we were literally the best looking people there besides the celebrities. It's true. We yeah. are great. There were a lot of nerds <laughs> there. <laughs> um, but so, Nev Campbell was the co star in this. <laughs> <laughs> In this movie. So anywho, but three to tango. If you haven't seen it, this even like Nev this is Campbell also, aside, this is also though Justin a super '90s movie. You just well, said about Fools Rushing. <laughs> you don't really like when movies this are gets like a Nev Campbell too, pass. Oh, is that what it is? Okay. Also, uh, Matthew Perry. <laughs> so this is my favorite thing. Erica hadn't seen this movie. Correct. And so I just showed it to her because it was funnier than I, I thought seen, it was yeah. going to be for sure. Because you know I have all the Nev Campbell movies. This one I had to buy it. We 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 paid four dollars yeah. for it. Listen, I try and convince Justin, who wants to go to the movies every weekend. <laughs> I'm like, ooh, this movie's finally out, uh, like available to rent. Like it's five ninety nine or six ninety nine or whatever. And yeah, I'm not paying six bucks. It's a brand new movie. We wanted to see this in the theaters. We Wait never three got around months, to it'll it. It'll be on Netflix. And then he's like, I'm not paying $6 for that. <laughs> and then fucking three to tango, $4. <laughs> he's like, all right, let's do this. I'm like, uh, wait, what? Yeah, We're going to pay $4 for this? So the premise of three to tango, <laughs> and this is the premise itself is very 90s. Super duper 90s. Anything that deals with being gay, lawyers, or therapists. Is v- <laughs> peak 90s. Um, look at Liar Liar. Mm-hmm. Uh, so three to tango is Matthew Perry and his architectural partner, his Oliver business Platt. partner. Yeah. yeah, Oliver Platt. Um, are bidding on a building in mm-hmm. Chicago, right? It's Chicago? Yeah, to yeah. do a building. Yeah, we're um, To building. do this historical building in Chicago. Oliver Platt's character is gay. Mm-hmm. Matthew Perry's character is not. Matthew Perry is playing Chandler Bing. <laughs> so we're not there yet. Okay. So that's the best part. Sorry. Um, and they bid for this building with Dylan McDermott. Mm-hmm. Or is it McDermott? No, it's... Dylan McDermott. Mc- it's not Dermot Mulroney. Right. It's he's from How my did best both friend's of those wedding. People get I don't know. Famous. Those are two not real names, but the same here we time. are. Yeah. So yeah, Dylan McDermott runs the firm, mm-hmm. and he's like, I don't know who I'm going to give it to. G- but give the bid to. Yeah. Yeah. And then either uh, Matthew Perry's firm or his secretary John C. McGilley or yeah. whatever the guy's name is. It doesn't matter. Who's his, the guy from Scrubs? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the main doctor. Yeah. Um, but he, he decides on Matthew Perry's firm because his secretary catches them in the hallway being like wishing each other well in an intimate way. Matthew Perry and Oliver Platt. <laughs> you're not giving enough back. Like. I don't need to explain the entire movie. Okay. So they think they're gay. And right. so he's like, oh, I'm going to give it to the gay firm. And also I want to do that because I can use Matthew Perry, the gay guy, to look after my mistress, mm-hmm. Nev Campbell. Mm-hmm. So then he makes Matthew Perry hang out with Nev Campbell this whole time, thinking he's just some gay guy that's not going to try to get with her. But guess what? He falls in love with her. Oh, kooky movie plot twist. Also, <laughs> it has a very 90s hallmark, which is kooky, beautiful lead who doesn't realize she's beautiful. Love it. Wow. <laughs> One of my favorite... Every woman I know. (laughs) (laughs) One of my favorite features of 90s movies. And then uh, 
Matthew Perry goes along with it because he's like, oh, as long as I pretend I'm gay, I have this job and mm-hmm. I get to hang out with Nev Campbell. While she's in a bath. Whether or not it blows up in his face towards the end, I won't tell you guys. I won't I, spoil I don't know it if, I don't know if you're going to be able to figure this one out. But uh, the awkwardness of him being gay is the most 90s thing in the world. Yeah. It's like, it's it's right at that turning point where it's like, yeah, we accept the gay community, but you guys, they're hilarious. <laughs> it's it's like a weird transition of acceptance 90s it's so 90s but erica was watching this and she described it better than anybody ever has (laughs) if you watch friends and then you watch this movie it makes perfect sense especially for the time because it's like 99 so it's like what season five of friends She called it Chandler Bing's Day Out. (laughs) Yeah, you know, like Baby's Day Out. It's like Chandler Bing's Day Out. Like, he and Monica broke up. And he's just got a different job in Chicago. He's like, you know what? (laughs) Fuck everything. I'm done being a a trans monster. And I'm going to go out there and I'm going to live my life. Yeah, he, uh, I mean, unfortunately, sorry, Matthew Perry doesn't say a lot to his, like, acting chops, but he is the same character. Exact same. How he reacts to everything. And I think to some degree it was probably written that way. Oh, I'm sure. Because they're like, oh, we got to get that Matthew Perry from Friends. capitalize on this. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not like him. But holy crap. Yeah. I mean, it is. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because he's similar to that in Whole Nine Yards as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like the like, I'm surprised by this. My reaction's kooky. Right? <laughs> Could I react any different? <laughs> yeah. Could I be any more surprised? Chandler Bing. Chandler, Chandler Bing, Bing, ladies and gentlemen. Bing. Broke into the old apartment. Matthew Perry did uh, a number of movies, TV shows, and in his personal life, like I said, he was addicted to Vicodin, or is, I don't know, some addicts are like, oh no, I'm always addicted, I just have recovered from that addiction. And then there's those, like, Passages Malibu commercials, where the guy's like, I used to be an addict, now I'm just gonna sell you this shit, you know what I'm talking about? Yes, Um, I do. But Matthew Perry was actually, in 2013, he was given... The Champion of Recovery Award from the White House Office of National Drug Control Policy for opening Perry House, a sober living home, which was actually in his former mansion in Malibu. So it's something he's he's actually been in D.C. And hey, where we're at. Oh, my God. Full circle. He's been in D.C. Uh, lobbying for um, the fight against uh, against addiction, against drugs and the opioid crisis and everything for for years longer than it's been in the spotlight. Um and it's it's something that's definitely admirable is on the on the personal level of him, and and his acting chops. I mean, he's a funny guy. I don't watch his newer stuff the same way I didn't watch Joey, the show Joey. <laughs> I don't think it's fair to like compare Matthew Perry going out there and being an actor. I'll compare all friend stars to comparing them doing like a Friends spinoff. Like those are two separate things uh he did have some good stuff later in the 2000s that like because of this podcast obviously you guys know i don't like to talk about too much but um was it sunset no studio 60 on the sunset Strip. that was a great show that we was an aaron, that. Yeah, aaron mm-hmm. sorkin show i watched some of that i didn't get uh too into it because 
that was the time before Netflix. I think if I could find shows like that now, I would binge them right. on Netflix. But Matthew Perry, good guy. He's one of six stars of Friends. And I think what we're going to do, this is a preview of things to come. And since Erica is obsessed with Friends and can quote nearly every episode from 10 seasons. It's true. Uh, it is. That's not an exaggeration. I think we're going to do an episode for each friend star, not consecutively. Next week isn't like Joey week, guys. <laughs> and then we'll do a friends episode. And we'll bring in some special guests and it'll be wacky time. But Matthew Perry, keep doing what you're doing. Good guy. You were in a bunch of stuff I didn't know. And if you guys want to see something funny, go to YouTube and find reels of his old guest stars and uh, like Charles in Charge and Growing Pains and Who's the Boss and stuff hilarious because you see like 13 year old chandler and he's got chandler hair and yes. he's still got the same face yes. and you're like what what totally but he's like four foot yeah <laughs> uh it's amazing so check that out it's hilarious erica what exactly matthew perry i say my hell is the closet i'm stuck inside can't see the light guys between matthew perry lobbying in dc me drinking in dc and erica sitting across from me in dc i'm just about done with this episode because it's been a lot of fun and i'm exhausted from it (laughs) that's good babe (laughs) i'm i'm always here for the support of my wife i appreciate you for that you're welcome (laughs) all right wrap it up (laughs) that's what she says and that's why we don't have children. Why is wrap it up and my show always a condom joke? Go through the episodes. There's a lot of them. Because you're a 13-year-old boy at heart. I thought you were going to say girl. That's a step up in my direction. At least he's got my gender right. Hey, guys. If you want to follow the show, uh, go to Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at Beers in 90s. And you can now, after 24 episodes... In six months almost, uh, finally email me, beersin90s at gmail.com. And coming soon, get out of here, Skrillex. Coming soon is beersin90s.com. I bought the domain. Don't know what I'm going to do with it yet. (laughs) That'll be fun for the next 12 months to figure out what to do. But if you have comments or you want to hear something or there's something 90s on your mind you want to go over, <gasps> shoot me an email beersin90s at gmail.com and Erica will tell you this. I just thought of what you could do with the site. You can make it like an angel fire site <laughs> and it could have like spinning graphics and you could do like... Check out your angel fire geocity site now. You could do like fan fiction for the podcast. Oh my god, what? Like fan fiction. Yeah, Did I you ever read? fan fiction So is. I'm just saying you could like write fan fiction like parody. Just so let's back up. You want me to write fan fiction for my <laughs> own <laughs> podcast. As a, as a humor, as like a bit, as a thing, <laughs> not like real. How many uh, how many listeners you got, Justin? Uh, just, just me. Just... <laughs> 
It's just me. <laughs> Sometimes, Erica, just me, though. <laughs> I don't listen. <laughs> she does when I force her to. But thank you guys for listening uh, to another wonderful episode. We are in D.C. this week, and next week we'll be around the world or back in Michigan. Either way, I hope you give that a listen. And just one more plug. Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and email now at beers and nineties, or you can email beers and nineties at gmail.com. And if you want to email Erica, email at gmail.com. See what I did there? I think the only way to get a hold of you should be email. That's very nineties. Fax. You- Fax me. Fax me. Yeah, just uh, just beep me. I'll get right back to you. You can beep me at 248-555-5555. Thanks for listening, and have a good week. Bye. Bye. Um, bye. <laughs> bye. Take it away, Skrillex. He sounds terrible. <laughs> Fucking Skrillex. Welcome to the show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me get into my mindset. <laughs> so we're going to start go. it from now on. <laughs> Couldn't figure out a theme song. So. <laughs> Welcome to the show. <laughs> oh, you're lucky I'm tired. You're the lucky bar I'm is low. hilarious. <laughs> Ready? Sure.